This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side, a masochist miser, his haunted house, a terrorized town, the devil? Enter if you dare. Hello and welcome to a brand new podcast. Very exciting. It is me, Matt Noz. Across from me is Jen Hansen. Hello. And we are, this podcast at time of recording is unnamed. It is unnamed because we knew that we would never record the podcast (laughs) if we waited until we got a name for it. So we just started recording. But the impetus of this podcast is to rewatch... In order, Tales from the Dark Side. Every episode, which how many of them are there, Maddie? There are 90 with the pilot. Yep. So we're going to be watching 90 episodes of Tales from the Dark Side. We're going to dissect each one, answer some fundamental facts about each one of them, and relay that information to you, and then hopefully create the must-watch Tales from the Dark Side list. Now, it's entirely possible that after 90 episodes, there's going to be... How many... We should make a prediction right now. Okay. How many must-watch episodes of Tales from the Dark Side do you think there will be? I'm going to go... There's a solid 10. I was going to say 6. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's... I mean, I'm just going with 10%. Like... Okay. I'm rounding up. There has to be 10 episodes. Does that include like so bad it's good? Or like, no, these are like quality episodes. I would say these are the episodes that this show. So for new listeners, which everybody is. Jen, do you have a synopsis of what Tales from the Dark Side is? Sure. Uh, Tales from the Dark Side was the show that you would watch in 1983 uh, when your parents were out. You would hide under a blanket and you would watch uh, Tales from the Dark Side. So it was an anthology program. Each week there was a a new horror uh, brought to you. There was always some sort of crazy creature and or twist, some sort of twist of fate. Right. There's always, when I watch, when I try to explain Tales of the Dark Side to somebody who doesn't know it, mm-hmm. I instantly go, have you ever seen The Twilight Zone? Okay. That's the that's the base part. If you've never seen The Twilight Zone, what is wrong with you? Right. It's in reruns right now, like turn on sci-fi, I'm sure there's right. an episode on. And we were talking about this because um, this came right after uh, the movie Creep, Creep Show. Creep Show. And Creep Show was made by George Romero. Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead, George Romero. George Romero also made uh, this show. He was yes. a creator. He was a director. And was he also a writer? He wrote so. the pilot episode mm-hmm. for sure. The episode that we're going to be reviewing and talking about today called Trick or Treat. <laughs> it's unbelievably bad, right? Yeah. yeah. It is the most hack cliche name that you can name the first episode of a horror george george i'm sorry to to bother you they're calling again they're, what are they calling 
they they need a name for the episode. Uh, it's about a, it's about a, some guy who's tight with his money. Oh, okay. Uh, so you want to call it Tightwads Incorporated? No, 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 no. It's about a guy. Uh, he has a whole bunch of IOUs on the town. Okay, okay. The guy, the guy from the company is at the door right now. All so right. Well, he's, oh, he's at the door. He's at the door. He's yeah. at the door. It's about Halloween too. Uh, we'll call Halloween it, door. No, 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 no. Why don't you ever take my ideas? <laughs> I'm sorry, Beth. <laughs> we'll call it trick or treat. We'll call it trick or treat. And that's how and that's we got how the name trick or treat. First episode of Tales of the Dark Side. The pilot episode was named Trick or Treat. Now for. Most of our American listeners, you should be familiar with <laughs> the All Hallows Eve. Children go to doors and say "trick or treat." Trick or treat. This the the, the uh, where should we start? I mean, I, I feel like we should get right into yeah. it. But all right, so I'll read the uh, the description of the episode on um, IMDb. Uh, this aired October twenty ninth, nineteen eighty three. Um, wow! Yeah. So right before Halloween. Right before Halloween. And we would have been... How old would we have been? Uh, uh, we would have been... Six? six? years old. Oh, prime time. <laughs> prime time scaring your pajamas yep. off. Town miser Gideon Hackles, what a name, spends Halloween hiding IOUs in his house, which he then rigs as haunted and invites local kids to search for the IOUs so he can scare them. This year, he gets his comeuppance. So that is the pitch for this episode. Right. That town miser. (laughs) So how do they... So the theme... Oh, God, there's so much to talk about. So much to unpack. For a... What, 22-minute episode? It was a 22-minute episode. It's really convoluted, and you don't get to the haunted house until, like, the third minute act. 18? The yeah. The third act is all haunted house. Yeah. The first two acts are establishing Gideon as a miser mm-hmm. and as someone who loves Halloween. Right. Which is not an easy task. It really isn't. So let's let's just take it from the beginning. Okay. So we're in a, a smoky back room. <laughs> it's just a smoky back room. And he's wearing a green visor. So you which is the old timey way to let you know that he deals with money. Or poker. Right. <laughs> but that would be the dealer wears that visor. Okay, right? sure. Yeah. So the money so guy wears the visor. He's in charge of he's in charge yep. of thing. Yeah. Hackles the man. And there are two uh two other gentlemen, one the father from Alf and Yep. Uh, one other guy who was uh, not Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> I just wrote down not Mr. Belvedere. So do we have the names of these actors yet? Did we do yeah, that much uh, research? So it's uh, Max Wright was Alf's dad. He was playing Mr. Bundle. <laughs> we never hear his name, no. I don't think. And then uh, I am Hodson played Mr. Bindle. They're Mr. Bindle and Mr. Bundle. <laughs> oh, George. <laughs> that is George, a- George, the man is on the phone. All right. What does he need? George, he needs the name, the uh, the opening scene uh, for the men. What heckle, are they called? Heckle and Jekyll. Heckle and Jekyll, Georgie. And the, the real things, aren't they? Yeah. All right. Give me a second. Uh, George, George, pick up that, that sack, too, while you're in there, okay? What, this bundle? Yeah, that bundle. The bundle of bindle? Yeah, the... B- bundle of bindle. Scene. Great. <laughs> <laughs> 
so we've got Mr. Mr. Bundle and, and Mr. Mr. Bindle, Bindle, but not Mr. Bungle. Nope. And they're all sitting around... Uh, a, a, presumably a table in Mr. Hackle's shop. Yes. So this is an old curiosity shop, which you see maybe three and a half inches of in the entire episode. You yeah. see him behind a counter at one point uh, being terrible to the townspeople. But you just see like a clock radio behind him and uh, right pitchfork. There is a ton of smoke in this room, like an unnecessary amount of of smoke. And I, you don't know where it's coming from. At one point, uh, he leaves the room. He being Hackle leaves the room. Pretends to have a heart attack, doesn't he? Pretends to have a heart attack of some sort or just leaves the room mm-hmm. and does that, oh no, what's going on? And then the room fills with more smoke and then a ghost. Right. But it's just... Uh, uh, like a ghost on a string. It's a t-shirt on a string with a, a face t-shirt. drawn on it because he loves Halloween. He hates everything else, but he, he loves money and he loves Halloween. There's a couple things that are established. Like the thing with these, with Tales from the Dark Side is, you know, if you see the gun in the first scene, it's going to get used in the third scene, which kind of brings us to our first segment of the show, which is, when did you guess what the, what the twist was? All right. So I guessed at minute three, 329. Um, I guessed, so he's, he's collecting all of these IOUs and he's clutching them to him very closely and he owns this shop and it's, uh, so I assume the so IOUs. So we missed the IOUs portion. Oh yes. Okay. So a very important fact is that Mr. Hackle tends to lend everybody in the town money. For reasons unbeknownst to anyone, he has an IOU from everybody in the town. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like Mr. Potter. Mm-hmm. If oh, Mr. Yeah, Potter yeah, yeah. ran needful things. Right. Okay. That that was where your head was. And he also says, so at one point, Elf's dad goes, I would like another cup of coffee. And Hackles goes, Four cents. It's going to be four cents. Because... I always get my due. <laughs> Exactly. He always gets his due. So so we were presented the IOUs and we were presented I always get my due. He also talks about clasps and fasteners. I wrote down clasps and fasteners too. That that seemed to be where he made his money to buy the store that he could then indebt a town to him by. Okay. I didn't know if it was some sort of red herring or something that the producers would put in every episode. It's only the first one, so it'd be great if clasps and fasteners always came back then. Right. Like, I thought the IOUs were the red herring. Mm-hmm. You know, and they kind of are, but we'll find out. Okay. Yeah. We'll find so, out. So I thought at, at 329, I thought the IOUs were souls, which is pretty standard fare for this kind of thing. Totally would have been needful things. He's the devil. Right. And but it's a pilot episode, and if if it had been a needful things, and he was collecting souls, I I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been angry. I wouldn't have kicked him out of bed. Yeah, that's right. Right. Uh, I was incorrect, but that was my first guess. So, um, also, I wrote when that ghost comes in on a string. I wrote, and because he laughs and says, "I love Halloween," so we now know he's greedy and he loves Halloween, which is really established. But I wrote when that when that uh, ghost comes in on a string, 
a very practical ghost. <laughs> I don't know. I'm the worst human. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. All right. So he scares Heckle and Jekyll. And then that is the end of Act One. Yes. Smash cut. Smash cut. Now he's working at the counter. Yep. He's at his store. Mm-hmm. It seems that it's old Hollow's Eve. Yes. Um, In walks. Farmer father, number one. Father and his son. Mm-hmm. Farmer number one. Farmer walks up. This exchange takes place. Let's see if we can reenact it. Okay. Uh, who will be Hackle? I can be, be Hackle. Okay. okay. And I'll be the farmer and the son. Okay. Here's some of that money that I owe you. Well, I'll take it. I always get my due. You know, uh, it's been pretty tough at the farm. That's all right. I'll keep giving out these IOUs. You know what? What? It is Halloween, and on Halloween, I do something special. Send your boy over. What? I, what? I, I hide all of the IOUs in my house. And if your boy can find the IOUs, you'll live debt-free. I'll tear them up. And I'm not rapey or anything. Look, uh, look, Hackles. I've heard about this. The local kids are all really troubled by this. I'm not going to subject my boy to it. Oh, just send him over. He looks strapping and like he might have appeared in Steel Magnolias when he got older. Side note, the kid who was in this actually appeared in Steel Magnolias later. So send him over to my house. Uh, The father and son leave with disapproving. In walks father number two. Hackles! Oh, I see. You're here to purchase some Halloween supplies? It's me. Yep, Irish name. Everyone in this town is Irish. Side note, everybody everybody in this... We're not done with our little play, <laughs> with our little, with our little theater of the mind play. <laughs> but, but everybody is like Muldoon, O'Rory, Sh- O'Shaughnessy, Shillelaghs, <laughs> and what does that mean? It's just a- just the Irish are poor. I okay. think. Okay. All right. All right. So he walks in. It's me, Donahue. Well, shall I put this on your IOU? God damn it, Hackles. Now, I notice you're buying some Halloween supplies that are really superfluous. And... Well, you'll see later that my son's dressed up as a devil to explain why I'm in this pitchfork. All right, well, you might just want to make him a costume next year. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Stuff around the I've been, I've been, and I wrote this down to make sure that I got this right. I've been getting him ready. I've been getting him ready for this year. Uh... Timmy Muldoon, my son, is, uh, he's, I've been toughening him up. Oh, yeah. Toughening him up with the belt. I've been toughening him up with a good old-fashioned strap. Yeah, with the strap. I've been getting, Timmy Muldoon has been getting the shit beat out of him All right, so last year, Timmy Muldoon dressed up as, what do you think, a little cowboy or something? I'm going to say cowboy, sure. say cowboy, sure. And the haunted house we're gonna him. call scene. Oh yes, okay. We're gonna so call scene. scene, right? So, um, so in Mister Hackle's house, uh, he sets up this uh, elaborate haunted house. Um, 
It's and and he's got a little control room and he's sort of like the great and powerful Oz. Yeah, so act, sitting in this control. So act yeah. two is kind of over, right? But it's really kind of an extenuation of act one. Sure, maybe it was like act one B. Sure, but now yeah, we've got we've got Hackles at his house. He mm-hmm. walks by the shittiest looking jack o' lantern I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that's. If you were like a four-year-old drawing a jack-o'-lantern or teaching, it's like, we're going to learn about shapes now. And look, we're going to take three triangles. And look, one of the triangles we can turn. And now it's a nose. What? What? What are we doing? It's crazy. Yeah. So he walks in there and then exactly right. He gets to his control tower. Right. Um, and so so Timmy, what do you think? Timmy went in and, and went right so, out. And so his father has just been beating him mercilessly right. to try to toughen him up so he won't be afraid of the song. But, but before that, Tales from the Dark Side's got to set up the premise. They've got to set up this haunted house sure, sure, sure. as a haunted house. Right. So you got to send a girl in. You got to send in a girl. Right. And so, so the parents are standing outside saying, oh, okay, okay, little Janie, go in there. Mama, I don't want to. But you got to save the farm. So basically, the parents are sacrificing their children to to Mr. Hackles. Right. Okay. The the Mr. Hackles is the epitome of evil. Okay. In this town. Yeah. He is the devil of this mm-hmm. town because he has every person in that town by the nuts. Right. So much. So he's Mr. Potter. He's Mr. Potter. Okay. From It's a Wonderful Life. He's got them all by the balls. Right. He's got them so by the balls that once a year. In a sense of redemption of your debt, he will invite your children into his home to play the worst practical jokes and scare the shit out of them in the hopes that if they found the IOUs in his home, debt would be forgiven. So so right now, Matt, do you think this scheme, which is very convoluted, uh, do you think this is better or worse than the Hunger Games? <laughs> You know what? If Pan Am would have had the ability to have people enter a haunted house, mm-hmm. I would have enjoyed the Hunger Games a lot more. Okay, well, all right, all right, all right. What do you think? Oh, I think this is better than the Hunger Games. I mean... <laughs> a bold statement for episode one. Well, all right, I'm putting it out there. So every episode will compare <laughs> to compared. We're going to find a movie that's not as good as the Hunger Games. That's earned millions of dollars to compare every episode (laughs) of Tales from the Dark Side, too. So, uh, so little girl goes in there and he's watching from a control booth. Yeah. It's like the Wizard of Oz. I really wrote down the Wizard of Oz. Mm -hmm. He has pulleys, he has. Mouth contraptions. You got your pulleys. You got your levers. You got your switches. You got your. You got your, your funnels ropes. that you talk into. Right. Yeah, you've got everything that you need, and you can somehow see everything, mm-hmm. but you don't ever see the video screen that he can see. Yeah. Now, having worked in haunted houses before, I can say he's put a lot of time and money into. Building this haunted house. So he took all that IOU money. Right. And he just put it straight into this haunted house. Right. <laughs> Hackles is a dick. Yeah, that's a that's a real dick. That's just smug. Yeah. Yeah, like their money spent. Right. They're not. 
Like, hey, hey, parents uh, in this community, your money's gone. Right. Like, you will never see that money again. So, first little girl goes in, and there's an owl that has some light-up eyes that turns around, and she sticks her head out the door. Mommy, I'm scared. And, of course, yeah. failure number one. Yeah. We cut to commercial. Yeah. We come back. Now it's time for Timmy Muldoon. Now he has been training hard all do- all year, and his I dad really has been like beating the shit out yeah, of him. I really like Timmy Muldoon's odds this year. Oh, we should say the IOUs. Uh, Mr. Hackles has hidden them in a fireplace. Yes, like up in the the flu. Yeah, yeah. Nice use of flu yeah. from both of us. Flu talk. That's the other Some, podcast. That's our other podcast. Is flu. <laughs> Look us up on the. It's not about illnesses. It's about <laughs> chimneys. Please stop calling about illnesses. It's a call-in podcast. Um, yeah, I've got a, I got a real bad cough. I haven't been able to get rid of. Uh, well, did you try starting a fire in your fireplace? Oh, <laughs> uh, that sounds like a classic dirty chimney. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna want to get a sweeper in you're there. You're gonna want to hire. You guys gonna yeah. want to hire a chimney sweep, sharp as a thistle. Now they make those special logs that will clean your chimney for. It's the, it's the uh, CS. Uh, the, the chimney sweeping log? The CSL chimney sweeping, sweeping log? <laughs> chimbly just, a, just a classic chimney yeah. sweeping log. I can't say chimbly. Chimbly? <laughs> chimbly? Chimbly? From Hardcore Pawn? Yep. Or from Pawn Stars? That's right. It's me, Chimbly. All right. So I know it's Chumbly. <laughs> Give me a break. Uh, kid number two goes in there. He's scared away by Timothy a bear. Muldoon. Oh, okay. So Timothy, Timothy Muldoon, Muldoon is. Fu- oh yeah. The, uh, sorry, there was two kids mm-hmm. in there. They get scared away, and then all of a sudden, twicko tweet. Mm-hmm. Timothy Muldoon's there. Yeah, dressed in the devil costume, paying off the pitchfork we saw earlier that his father had. Yeah, no setup wasted in this show. I will say that. No, every. Scrap. Every ham-fisted setup. Every scrap of information is used. Mm-hmm. So Timmy gets so close. He about leaves, but he's repeating the mantra that his father has taught him. And that mantra is, do you remember it, Jen? I can't remember. You're giving me the face like, uh, no. There's no such thing as spooks. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, that's horribly racist. That, no. Well, the, isn't that from Wizard of, Wizard of Oz? I'm sure it is. Okay. But uh, he's, he does say like, ghosts aren't real. Okay. Demons yeah. aren't Spirit. real. He spirits says spirits aren't, aren't real. real. Which seemed weirder to me than saying ghosts aren't real. Because it's like, well, we all have a spirit, don't we? <laughs> don't we all have a spirit inside of our Inside, inside of, of our yeah, human carcass, there's just a sweet little spirit running around. <laughs> Even if you're poor, you still got a spirit. That's right. That's what happens. <laughs> so he's saying spirits aren't real. So, so you think... You think Timmy Muldoon is done. Mm-hmm. He goes outside. His dad looks like, you don't have that IOU. You're going to get choke slammed. Yeah. Uh, Timmy Muldoon runs right back into the house because he's been toughened up all year with the strap. Mm-hmm. So he's like, all right. He gets to the chimney. He is so close. You can see his little fingers like almost touching the Yeah, they the do IOUs. a cutaway yeah. to inside of the chimney. You see his hand. Nearly touching those IOUs. But he doesn't make it. What? Some. Uh, a light distracts him. 
Oh, it's a fan. Yep. A fa- Several switches are flown are, are thrown, and then a oscillating fan turns on, and that is enough for Timmy Muldoon. Yep, that's it. Oh, paperwork flying. A terrifying breeze. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a bear. Oh. <laughs> a bear, a giant stuffed uh, roadhouse-sized bear <laughs> appears. And Timmy Muldoon is done. He yeah. goes to his father's arms, who is like, oh, I shouldn't have hit him so hard. Uh, he, he, there is a moment of comfort. And every time a kid runs out, Mr. Hackle will stick his head out. Oh, and yeah. Just laugh and laugh. Mr. And Hackle. Laugh. Total dick. What an asshole. And then he says something along the lines of, um, you don't understand. Uh, or. Uh, this said, town is all backwards. This town is all backwards. What, what that does mean? that mean? What does this town is all backwards mean? It's like he's he's trying to do some sort of like morality thing. Like they shouldn't have taken out loans, but he was happy to take to do the IOU. He was so delighted to right. take their money. He gets what's due. He does get what's due. He gets what's due. All right. So, um, so then Hackles goes back into his house. Right. He has to reset the bear. <laughs> the bear scares him a little. The bear scares him a little because there's an extra growl. Mm-hmm. A growl Hackles wasn't intending on hearing. But it's Halloween and these things can be kind of funny. Then all of a sudden. So he goes back into the control room and there is another knock at the door. Well, wait, wait, wait oh, a moment. Oh, oh, wait oh, a moment. Oh. This is now 1659 into the episode. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Where I give my guesses to okay. what's happening. Now, 1659 is pretty late in a 22-minute episode to guess what the twist of fate is. And also to be wrong, which I was. <laughs> Matt and I were both wrong with this episode. I said his ho- his house is haunting him. That's what I said. Boy, was I wrong because I wasn't expecting what to happen next to happen. So his house starts to freak out a little bit. He goes back to control panel. Now, all of a sudden, these levers are swinging. The contraptions are blinking. Things aren't right. Mm -hmm. So he calms them down. Then. Then there's a knock at the door. Trick or treat. Who are you? Trick or treat. Ooh, are you the McAllister woman? Trick or treat. Who who are you? Trick or treat. I'm this, a this, grown woman. <laughs> so while this is happening, there are cutaways. For, so it goes from Hackles, who's starting to get more and more panicked, to the front door, like they do the fisheye lens, as if you're looking through the peephole. It's a woman in a witch costume and full witch makeup. Mm-hmm. And this is this is not a child in a witch costume. This At is a all. woman. This is a full, full red blooded woman. Full hot red blooded. What's underneath that? But not like a sexy witch. No, I mean, no, no, no. She. This is a crone. Yeah. This. Yes. This is your your classic witch. Your classic witch. Yeah. There is there is a wart on her nose. Yep. Um. And just keep saying trick or treat uh, a thousand times. So this is the reveal. This is now we're in act three. This is where we were, both of us were wrong about what the twist of fate was. Because neither of us guessed a fucking witch would show up. 
And then you see her feet start to float. Yes. A big, big thing is her feet floating. And then she hovers inside. Then all of a sudden, out from the fireplace. All the IOUs. And she's cackling and cackling. So then um, we we forgot to mention this, but uh, Hackles had stored some money in a safe. That's right. So now he sees the IOUs. He's really worried about his money. Uh, my money, my money. He runs to the safe in this room, which is now red. No, no, no. Oh, one, oh, oh. one other thing happens ah. before the red room. All right. He opens the door, which I think is in the bathroom. Yeah. And now there is a pirate there. I forgot about the pirate, the weird drag pirate. Why was that a pirate? I don't. Well, because he was covered in jewels. Yeah, but okay. So there was the witch. There was like there was like a ghoul in the front room, also. Right. There was but like that a, was, like was a the same. That was the thing. same um, practical ghost from earlier. From from Act One. From, from Act the, okay. One. All right, but it had sort of come to life. Yes, it, it definitely like had come down to life. The but then, why is there a pirate? I don't know. Okay. I think they went with a pirate because of gems, because Hackle's fortune is in rubies. And emeralds and sapphires and brooches. But it was. But was it? Was his? I thought his fortune. He had a lot of jewelry in there. All right. Because of course that's what he would take as an IOU in a holder. (laughs) A handful of rubies from a farmer. These farmers are just fucking dripping with jewels. They are ruby farms. Right. They're all ruby farmers. So. Now, okay. he runs out of that room horrified at the... And by pirate? the way, he wasn't just a pirate. He was like a zombie pirate. Yeah, he was a lumpy pirate. Yeah, he had a real squishy face. <laughs> real nightmare fuel face. But he had... It was It was like they it's ran out of money. a real Rocky Dennis situation. <laughs> they ran out of, out of money decorating because they spent so much money on this haunted house in this episode. Yeah. So this pirate had like... Two strands of Mardi Gras beads on. Right. This is this brings us to the newest segment of our show, which is called "What Was the Most Expensive Prop in This Show?" Yes. Oh, it's easily uh, the haunted the, house. I was gonna say the bear, specifically the bear. <laughs> they had to rent a bear, put it on a dolly. Yep. And put uh, lights behind its eyes. Yeah. I am surprised that they got away with putting the lights behind the bear's eyes because when they returned it to whatever rich guy had had loaned it to them for the day, because you know this was only a one-day shoot. This is a total one-day yeah. shoot. Um, this was a bottle episode. Right. Like, almost everything you yeah. can guarantee took place in this house. What the fuck? Did they take his face off? <laughs> we went through his mouth yeah. into his eye cavity. <laughs> We drill holes in the back of his skull. They just put googly eyes on a bit. It didn't look much better than googly eyes or maybe like a couple of those light bright posts. Yeah, it might have just yeah. been like some paper over the bear because it was so dark and yeah. smoky in those rooms anyway. Right. Like I wouldn't have seen those lines. Right. So who knows? All right. But that easily, that that is the segment of the show called What Was the Most Expensive Item okay. in this episode? Yep. <laughs> uh, so so he, he runs out of the bathroom. He runs out of the bathroom because now he's got to get his his money, the rest of his money? Well, he's got his money. His money's flying all over the place. Right. And now he's got some of his money, but his money has flown out of the bathroom. Right. And into like a vortex? And then all of a sudden... 
He's in the red room. There's Satan. Of course there's Satan. Of course Satan is there. And again, not a great look for Satan. No. I've seen better Satans. This isn't like legend. No, no. This is... uh, This is more like myth. Yeah. This is is more like hearsay. This isn't isn't the devil of legend. This is the devil of hearsay. This is... is He's got a melty face. This isn't even a, a silver shamrock quality mask. This is... <laughs> so basically, he walks in on three members of Guar. <laughs> right. That, that pretend to be the devil. Right. What was your take when this was happening? What were you thinking? Oh, is this it? <laughs> Because as far as like a twist goes, like it didn't make as much sense as either of what it was we so thought. far out of left field. Like, and now the devil's here at minute what twenty one. We're introducing the devil. Why the fuck is the devil there? And I I know it's a play on. He always gets what what is he do what is due to him, right? And I guess, but anything bad happening to him would have been what was getting due? his due, right? Or if he had been, like, something terrible happened to him and he came back as, like, a ghost and he was, like, haunting those farmers to get his due or something. I right. Thought. But no. But no, it's just a shitty devil. And his money is swirling around in this red room and he's crawling on the floor getting his money because he loves it so much and he just wants to kiss it. So, I guess at this point he dies. Don't know. Yeah. Because now all of a sudden, after the, the, the devil, it's commercial. Right. But, w- okay. All right. Well, let's come back to that when we get to the very end of the episode. Okay. Because I'm not sure about that. Okay. So now we're back from commercial. And yep. by the way, when when we went to commercial, I literally said out loud, it, that's it? Yeah. Right. I, it could have been the end of the episode, a very disappointing episode. Because now we're in denouement. We are in the... Yes. We're in the... The three acts have happened. We are in resolution. Mm-hmm. And the boy who was with his father in the fir- in the second kind of scene 1B, who wouldn't let him go to the house. Right. He goes to the house. Because he wants to save the farm. Well, he's a good kid. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious. He, uh, also, by the way, we forgot to mention something key about this kid. <laughs> All the other kids at least have... Costume. Little effort into a costume. We've got you've got a witch, you've got a uh devil, a devil, a, a mummy, ghost. whatever. Oh, sort of echoing what's in the house, right? This kid is wearing like a curly mustache painted on an eyeliner. There you go. That's the simplest way to say it. And like a denim jacket. So he looks like a tiny Rick Springfield with with a He would be in a kung fu movie, he would be tough number two. Yep. T-U-F-F. Right. Right. So he has talked himself into walking over to that house and he's going to get it. Yep. You see him walking through like various scary locales. Mm -hmm. Oh, and a a graveyard for some reason. Graveyard for no reason. For some reason there's a graveyard right in front of the house. As there is. Sure. And then he goes up to the door. All of a sudden. The witch is there. Why is the witch still there? Well, I think now 
legally she probably owns it now. I guess like if if devils take over your house, say like devil like the devil and his minions take over your house, right? Mm-hmm. Like if they don't all disappear into a vortex or something. Right, as they do. Right. I mean, legally, does that pass to them? I think so. I mean, that's that's how property law works let's around assume, here. Let's assume that house is paid for, right? Okay, yeah. Okay, because he is this this older business owner. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think anybody would be looking for him. They could live in that house. I think they could get squatters' rights. Right, right. The I devil so could get squatters' rights in that house. I love that song. Oh, it's a great leftover crack song. Yep. Um, so uh, we don't even know this kid's name. I never got it. I was calling him Dirt Stash. Dirt st- <laughs> little Dirt Stash. So little Dirt Stash mm-hmm. gets up to the door. The old crone. She opens the door. She just starts laughing. I don't think she utters another word other than trick or treat. Trick or treat. <laughs> and then she. <laughs> my, my teeth are terrible. <laughs> I'm here for Ireland. Um, she floats. All of a sudden, all of the IOUs end up in the kid's hand. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, all the cash and the jewels end up bags of jewels. This kid is bedecked. Right. With it. Right. So he runs away from the house. With all of this stuff. With all of this stuff, with the IOUs. Being like, I did it. Yep. I solved the I did house. it my way. Which really, you didn't do anything. You just stood on the porch and... And shit fell on you. Right. Right. You're not a hero. Right. Dirt Stash. <laughs> You're not a hero, Dirt Stash. <laughs> the name of my first solo record. So he gets to the graveyard. Yes. Yeah, so he runs away and there's a slow pan mm. out. And you see the name on the grave... And it's Gideon Hackles. Who? What? What? Uh, what did it say on the grave? Did you? Write he it took down it there? with him when he went. <laughs> he took it with him when he went. Uh, Mr. Romero isn't around right now to tell us what to put on the tombstone. It doesn't matter. We have to shoot this today. Well, I just, you know, I know it's going to be the last shot and we're going to, we're going to see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's his name? What's his name? Uh, Gideon Hackles. Okay, Gideon Hackles. Uh, he, uh, he took it with him when he went. When he went where? Look, kid, don't fuck with me. I I gotta go. Uh, just put it on the gravestone. Nobody will ask. Okay. See. Oh. <laughs> he took it with him when, when he, he went. went. You know that old saying. It. And what a. That's not a, even for a tombstone. That's not a well constructed. <laughs> even epitaph. for a tombstone, that's poor editing. Yep. I take umbrage. So. Um. Okay. So. Was he dead all the time? Ooh. Was so was he dead all the time and this no. house was his purgatory or something? Okay, so no. no. I I I posit that he was alive until Satan came. Okay. And Satan dragged him to hell. Okay. And Satan being Satan created the tombstone. Satan very quickly. Does Satan just magically Yes. 
like I would say it was kind of that Ichabod Crane situation okay. where he finds himself in it in his grave. Mm-hmm. Same deal. Uh, Gideon Hackles finds himself in his own grave. Why did Satan feel the need to put that grave up there? Why didn't he just take him and just go? Is it for the squatters' rights? Is it? Yeah, I think. Okay. Well, yeah, you need to demonstrate that the the. What we owners... don't know is that this is all part of Satan's land grab. Okay. <laughs> this is all part of the devil's sweet plan to get squatters' rights and enough property so that he, he can finally build that mega mall that right. he's been looking at. So, so that was the episode. The if... ultimate IOU. <laughs> <laughs> at one point i did say to you is like gideon hackles is the shittiest bank of america agent. yes all right so george romero created this right yep um all of his all of the living dead movies all had some sort of deeper level deeper level meaning right so mm-hmm. you know night of the living dead you've got racial tension and uh dawn of the dead you've got uh consumerism, consumerism capitalism yep. and stuff what was george romero's message with this episode greed okay greed will do you in okay take oh and and taking advantage of people will okay. do you in what do you think yeah no i i i think you're right I think that's definitely what the message is. Was he was he taking advantage of those people? I mean He was I mean he was a dick about it and he certainly liked money. But I did, think it was the Halloween thing okay. that really made him take that turn into he wasn't just doing this to because he was a businessman. Right. He was doing this because once a year he really got his rocks off. By getting these kids to pay off their parents' debts. Right. And no kid had ever done it before. And of course no kid had ever done right. it. Right. He just liked frightening kids. Right. Which is why he put their parents in. So he ruined those families' lives. Okay. All right. Year round, he was ruining those families' lives. Right. If you could rename. So the name of this episode was Trick or Treat, mm-hmm. as aforementioned. What would you rename this episode if you had named it yourself? Hackles Up. <laughs> hackles Up. Or Raised Hackles. Oh, you've you've raised, raised my, my hackles. hackles. And mine was um, The Devils in the details. Oh, that's good. I quite like that. Yeah. I like that one too. Yeah. I'm sure there is an episode of uh, Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah. Called Devils in the Details. Oh, I bet. I, it could be the next episode. It could be the next episode. All right. Final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. I think as far as pilots go, this was uh, this was a good episode. I think I'd give I it. I think it sets a tone. It's 1983, so yep. it feels dated. Right. Uh, Elf's dad is wearing so much makeup. It's like he looks embalmed. It really? was disconcerting. Yeah. He he looked like a corpse. I did not care for that. Um, I would give this um Ooh, are we gonna grade it? Yeah, let's grade it. Uh what's our what's our scale? You wanna do grades like A, B, C, D, E? Uh sure. Do you wanna do like a like like I'd say like six out of ten skulls? 
Oh, oh, oh we could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally, okay. totally. Okay, yeah, we'll do a base 10 system okay. with skulls. Okay, until we change it next week when we think of something better. Right. All right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this... I'm going to give it six out of ten skulls. I think that's... I'm, I'm going to give it five and a half skulls. Okay. A little bit less, um, mainly because of um, the dirt stash. That dirt stash was really sad. It was really sad. Yeah. Just made me feel poor again. Right. <laughs> uh, if you guys are looking to watch Tales from the Dark Side... Here's there, how you do it. Yeah. There are a few episodes up on YouTube... We are finding it on Shudder, the Shudder app, which is uh, a channel now on Amazon Prime. So if you want to start watching it with us, you are more than welcome to, if you aren't too scared. Yourself to sleep at night. But not as brightly lit. But not as brightly lit. (laughs) Try to enjoy the daylight. (laughs) Next episode, we'll talk about the theme song. Yes. We, we've run out of time. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Maddie. Thank you. All right. Uh, we'll see you on the next episode, everybody. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is created, hosted, and produced by Jen Hansen and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. And hosted by Go Comedy Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTDS Pod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight. <laughs>